Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Thanks very much for staying with us. It's five minutes after two. I'm joined now this afternoon by Kosi Gianni, who's a clinical psychologist, and we are checking in on how you are doing as a partner, perhaps in a relationship where one of you has lost income, one of you has had uh, maybe cuts from in, in their salaries, maybe you're going to be retrenched. We know that there are a lot of job cuts that are looming at the moment. We know that people are in really uh, a very difficult position. Some are in industries that have been shut down. Some of you are not going back to work yet. Some of you's income has completely come to a standstill. How is that affecting your relationship? That's the conversation we're having this afternoon with my guest, Kosi Gianni. She joins me Anna, on the line. Good afternoon, Kosi. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Pimelo. It's great to be here. Thank you. So, you know, in your experience, the strain that a relationship takes from financial strain, how big mm. is that effect on that relationship? Oh, sure. So, you know, it's a big question. And and I think the best way to for, for us to, to position ourselves in relation to that question is is to say that this event, you know, the picture that you've painted uh, of the circumstances and, and the implications in terms of job losses, it happens within a, pre, within a pre-existing relationship. Yes. So what will happen is that, you know, it will meet you where you are as a person, as the individual, as where you, what you are and will reveal to you what you are to yourself, what you are to each other, and therefore the relationship that you have with each other. Hmm. So <laughs> I'm just thinking so, through what you've just yeah. said because, Kosi, it's one thing for it to meet you where you are. So it's, yeah. it's you and yourself and dealing with yourself. Now, yeah. if it's in a relationship, it's not only yeah. about you and meeting it where yes. you are. It's about yeah. the two of you. That's 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 absolutely. A, that's even heavier than just meeting you where you are. Absolutely, it it reverberates even further, even deeper. The nuances, the implications reverberate even deeper. So, in a sense, it'll kind of be a snapshot of what you truly have in what you refer to as a relationship. So then let let me ask you this, in the sense that, let us just say that you are one of those people who's who's had to take all of this in their stride. So you... You were told that you, you know, government was shutting down your industry. It, it, it had nothing to do yeah. with your boss. It had nothing to do with your relationship with your boss. You were actually quite yes. fine, but you happened yes. to be maybe in the beauty industry and it is what it yeah. is. There is nothing anybody can do about it. You just couldn't work or earn a living. Right. Sure, and sure. and you took that in your stride in understanding that we are now hit with COVID and there's nothing we can do. And you are yeah. fine with it. But then how are you going to be responsible for your partner's reaction to that? Because you may be okay, but how do I then know or manage my partner who I'm not? Yeah. So so again, you know, I think it still resonates with what I was saying earlier on in that it will accentuate pre-existing fault lines in the relationship that you perhaps were able to gloss over because there was work, everybody had an income, and, and, and there was busyness 
in the relationship. Mm. So when things, I mean, a, lo- a job loss, it, just for an individual, is a traumatic event. Mm. And what I mean by that is that it, it's no part of your life will remain unscathed by that event. Mm. You know, hence, I, I started off by saying it will reveal to you who you are to yourself. Let's talk about people who, for instance, I find that there is always a narrative about specific communities being more violent than others for argument's sake, mm. right? So you would mm. always have this narrative that, yes, you know, uh, in that slum, there's always violence happening there. Yeah. I want to connect yeah. the dots to why perhaps it is like that. So people in the slum are most likely to be in very vulnerable jobs or positions yes. of the economy. Yes. So the person's, Absolutely. you know, the, the, the work situation is precarious. It's either it's a gardener, sort of a part-time yes. kind of not quite sure, maybe construction worker, maybe yes. a domestic peace job kind of person. Right. And so they themselves are com- continuously anxious and, and not settled in their financial security or job securities, what effect yeah. that has on them being able to relate at a certain level with other people? Yeah, you see, that's an interesting dilemma, um, uh, because it can go either way. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, we might say, people at that level are used to living at the knife edge of life anyway. Mm-hmm. Because their lives have been marred by that uncertainty for a long time. Mm. So it's kind of that abnormality is kind of their norm. So to find themselves at this time is nothing new to them. Mm-hmm. So therefore they may adjust better than people who are used to a different life. Mm. The other side of that spectrum or that pendulum mm. that have been used to a life of affordability where things have been happening. You know, because they've had that, that um, security of income, which has allowed them many luxuries. And suddenly, in a flash, goes. So it is therefore going to destabilize that system much more than it will, you know, in the former system. Hmm. So what what needs to happen in a relationship context for us not to be surprised by the other's undertones and 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 so that money does not become the thing that determines how well we are doing in the relationship what yeah. what needs to happen at the very beginning of a relationship where we're not sending messages that are conflicting or that are mixed or that are you know, to be understood as something else. Because oftentimes, and you would hear this on this platform, I've heard it many times where a guy would say, yeah, but, you know, uh, she wants one, two, three, and I'm providing and she's, you know, she's, I'm expected to do one, two, three. Mm. At yeah. which point was that message put across? I say oftentimes it's at the at the beginning. So you meet, guy meets girl, a uh, guy mm-hmm. buys, buys a girl a gift, the gift is well yes. received, and then somewhere there are messages being sent. Their messages, into, yeah, their messages into the yeah into mm. into into the discourse of the relationship, mm. right? And and again, we go back to the fact that 
You know, we enter into relationships having been written into by life, Mm -hmm. by the scripts of life, by what we have seen, by how we have been socialized in the environment where we grow up, our family of origin, the context in which we grow, the media and so on that tells us these are the expectations. And and those are shifting targets all the time, right? Because we're living in in times where things are changing constantly. And, And so... People's expectations evolve over time, where things that many, perhaps a few years ago were unimaginable, that, for example, you hear about, you know, my men must maintain my, the slave queen kind of world, uh, that expects the men to maintain their weave, uh, how, you know, how am I supposed to do my nails and my eyelashes and that kind of thing. So there's a whole maintenance plan, and, and that's the language. And the people that buy into that on both sides of the gender, they know that this is, this is, they have calibrated their relationship around those expectations. Mm. So when that changes, or, or whichever, so every relationship is calibrated in some way. There is a lived language of expectations. And so when something like this happens, as I said, it will destabilize the system, right? And the best the most urgent thing that you need to do is to get on top of things. And what I mean by that is to remain awake. To remain awake to the size of the change that is happening in your relationship. And the thing you need most urgently is the relationship. Because when you have a relationship, you can navigate these rough seas that you now are entering. Is so therefore, your communication is your number one weapon. You know, I wonder to what extent, Kosi, part of the, the issue is the tone that you set up front with this partner, right? So you were speaking about people saying, you know, my lashes, my wig, my whatever needs to be maintained and so on. But as we were speaking earlier, I was talking about how guy meets girl and and there are certain things they, they, you know, unspoken, but that they buy into each other about. So if she gets the impression that the lashes, the nails and the wig was what attracted him to her in the first place, mm. then their message is there already, right? So this yes. maintenance of the nails and the lashes and the wig is, that's what you want, so you need to continue <laughs> yes. getting what you want. Because mm. if the wig and the nails and the eyelashes are not there, you're yes. gone. Yeah. And, and, and so... Perhaps if we work with that as an example. Mm. Um, so perhaps, let's say, a guy needs to then do some step stock-taking uh-huh. of, of himself. Yes. Uh, of his life. <laughs> Does of, he like the wig and the nails and the hair and the eyes? And the well, he may, he may need to, to decide. <laughs> this is when the difference between need and want yes. becomes ever more pressing. <laughs> <laughs> because and discernment, discernment between the two, and I know very often the language is, "I need a weave, I need my nails." Yes. Okay, let's try and sort out Kosi's line while we listen to this voice note because uh, I think we've got a problem with Kosi's line. Let's listen to the voice note. 
Good day, Pimilo and the team. Thanks for a wonderful show as always. I'm Donald Mamboma in Rustenberg. As we are speaking right now, I'm failing even to recharge my partner's phone to, to just to send the airtime. I'm failing. I'm desperate as we are speaking right now. So for sure, yeah, this lockdown is going to have an impact even on the relationships. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with a response from Kosi Jani, our clinical psychologist this afternoon. And you're more than welcome to be a part of this conversation. Your challenges, what the lockdown period has meant for your relationship, particularly if there have been financial changes and whether you are finding it difficult or maybe you're not. Maybe this has changed the narrative completely in your relationship. 0891-104-207 is the number to dial. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. 19 minutes after two, my guest is Kosigiani, clinical psychologist. We are talking about the financial strains that you have and how they may have impacted your relationship. Kosi, we had a voice note coming through earlier on before we, we took a break. And the gentleman was saying that it's really, really tough. He cannot at the moment even support his uh, partner by, you know, charging the phone with, I think, data or airtime. I think it is that he was talking about. So he just, you know, just reiterating the fact that it's quite difficult at the moment. you want to respond to that, Kosi? Directly. So, but I think that on exactly where we were, uh, mm. in saying these are tough times and we're going to have to dig that much deeper mm-hmm. and have the conversations we need to have about what the implications of my job loss. What is now possible and what is no longer possible. And so you're going to have to be penetrating is the reality of many of us. In fact, very few people cannot afford to think about what this time means for their lifestyle. Kosi, you mentioned something that I want to pick up on earlier. You yes. said that a situation like where we are now is likely yes. to show up what it is that you already had except yeah. that it's going to just, you know, amplify it, right? Yeah. So yeah. in a world where literally everything about this modern world intertwines with money yeah. and finances are a part of how we eat and breathe and live and survive and shelter and all of those things, right? Yeah. How do we manage the money aspect of the relationship because it's so intertwined in our lives that we are able to, at the very beginning and setting the tone, remove this superficial thing that is anyway part of our lives. In other words, how do I see Guy, meet Guy and see him for, for really seeing him when actually what I'm seeing is he looks really nice because he's dressed so nicely. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and who is he now without Correct. everything, all the all the bells and whistles that he's had? Be- because what I what initially I see is the well dressed gentleman that I see. Yes. I I like that, and then we take it further. But how do we then get rid of all of those things that are part of why sometimes we find ourselves in these difficult situations? Because in our daily lives, money is so intertwined in our lives. Sure. It, it, it's such a, a, a catch-22 situation because, as you say, 
Money is the currency of life in mm. many respects. Mm. But then again, I will, I will, I will say in a manner that contradicts, but both these realities are true, that it will show you. Let, let me just give a definition yes. of being materialistic. Mm-hmm. Being materialistic is not about our relationship to things. Mm-hmm. Being materialistic is our relationship to ourselves in the presence or absence of things that money affords us. So in other words, what regard do you have for yourself now that the money is no longer there? Who are you to yourself? And by extension, who is your partner to you now that they don't have the money that they had before? Now that they don't have those bells and whistles that they could afford before. So unfortunately, Pimelo, uh, one of the realities is that not every relationship will survive. Hmm. Not all of them will be able to make the transition because the people in those relationships are not able, because they, they are not able to re-script themselves, re-script this person, see beyond because maybe there wasn't a beyond in any case. So now if you're saying, see beyond this, if there was no beyond, what are they going to be seeing? Emptiness. It's so, gone. What, what held it together is gone. So, Kosi, it's a bigger problem in the sense that if society's norms are, are in a certain manner, so if society's lang- love language is materialistic, jeez, yes. We're going to have lots of dropouts. We will pay the price. We're going to have lots of dropouts because the Uh the essence that you're talking about is secondary, actually, in actual fact, to how we experience a person. So guy meets girl again, and the first date they have is part of the love language. So it's an impressive restaurant. It is all the stuff that will not be there come, you know, month five or six right yes, but yes, that's yes. the language in which you started off with this relationship yeah and 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 on some level let me let me give us cut us some slack here and say maybe there's nothing necessarily wrong with having done that because circumstances allow this and so you wanted to express how special this person is mm-hmm. how special this encounter is with this person mm. and you wanted to accord it that okay so, so th- there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. the challenge becomes who are we when all that is no longer there hmm. <laughs> can we can we rewrite the script or can we transmute what the currencies are in this relationship. In the absence of money, what are we left with? Is what we have working with? Is there enough stretch? These will build actually a foundation beyond the money that can then sustain us at this particular time. So those are the questions that this time will throw at us in our own faces and with each other. Mm. Jeez. Um, 
let's take those calls. I did say I'll allow calls to come through. 891 <laughs> is the number to dial. And then the WhatsApp notes may come through on 0614-104-107. I'm going to go to Alfred, who's now calling us this afternoon. Good afternoon, Alfred. You're calling from KZN? Yeah, what's going on? Alfred. Go ahead, Budon. Uh, what is our state when all those things are not there? Mm. <laughs> um, I, I appreciate this topic. Um, firstly, yeah, there's something that your, your let me greet your, your guest as well. Yes. Uh, there's something that your guest has said, or our guest has yeah. said, because the radio station is ours. <laughs> there's something that our guest has said that uh, people must talk about the beyond, but there's going to be a big problem in Kaltisak if there was no beyond before. Yeah. Um, I think the most important thing is that uh, we need to teach we need to guide our children in terms of what love is and what love is not. Mm. You love a person not because of what the person has or what the person can do. You love a person because the person is a human being. Because before we are in love, we are human beings. And mm. before we have means, we are human beings. So in our love, let the law of humanity guide us and bind us. Yeah. And we should be able to um, talk to our systems and, you know, to be prepared for any eventuality. You see, this topic will never have been um, or would, not, would never have been so relevant like it is today, particularly at the backdrop of the havoc that COVID-19 has wrecked uh, in our society. Yes. Now, yes. the other thing I called in February, on the, February <clears throat> on the 15th of February, there was a talk about the, what do you call this, Valentine. And I said, in a relationship, first things first, so that whatever that may strike, we should not we should not create our impressions that may not survive in certain uh, seasons of life. First things first, let us help each other to deal with accounts and everything else that demands money, and we must also be begin the, what do you call it, the culture of saving in a relationship. So we can be able to say, if you get retrenched, at least the savings can take care of us. If I get retrenched, um, the savings can also get, uh, you know, come to our aid in terms of our relationship. Because unfortunately, the stress, depression, all that changes changes things and make people to be, to behave in a manner they don't intend and they never intended before. 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. thank you so much for that. It's Alfred in KZN. Kosi, I'm going to ask you to just uh, hang on a second uh, before you respond to, to, to our caller there, Alfred, who's calling us from KZN, while we take a quick break for the headlines with Uti Lesaku. It's 2.30. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. My guest is uh, Kosi Gianni, who's a clinical psychologist. Uh, Kosi, I interrupted us there because we needed to go to an ad, um, to the headlines. Do you want to respond yes. to Alfred in KZN? You know, I'm going to, to, to respond to Alfred by picking up on the, the item of the, the news headlines. Hmm. The, the phrase they use is a job's blood bath. Hmm. So it's telling us the, the, the magnitude of the challenge that we are sitting with. And, and we've got to come to terms with that. Each of us has got to do a stock take of our own situation, right? But what he, Alfred was saying is, is that we need to learn as a society, as a people, as families, you know, learn to put first things first. And I think for me, one of the biggest challenges in this conversation, particularly in, in terms of relationships, the, the one challenge for me, the biggest, maybe one of the big challenges in this is that we tend to have what I would define as parasitic or predatory relationships, mm-hmm. right? In the sense that I am saying people expect someone else to do for them what they were not willing to do for themselves or are not able to do for themselves, mm. And so you outsource responsibility for things that you define as needs. For as long as you are working on that equation in life, you're constantly going to have to sell yourself. (laughs) Because the one thing, in going back to the fundamentals that Alfred was talking about, Mm. the one thing we have to teach children is that your needs are your responsibility in life. So that you don't enter a relationship with looking for a sponsor. Kosi, that's complicated, and I'll tell you why that's complicated. (laughs) And you will hear me when I say this, because you come from a people that have in let's just say in the in the structure of how we construct for instance even marriages and this is even different cultures actually it's not only in the African context where those discussions or asking for the hand, whichever culture it is, there is a conversation around, will you be able to look after my daughter for argument's Mm -hmm. sake? That is a formal conversation, Mm -hmm. meaning society is saying the issue of um, that you are talking about, if you have a need, make sure that you provide for it yourself. (laughs) goes out the window because in that structure that society has, we have relegated those responsibility to the other. So you will have conversations and in in African culture, there would even be different stages of this kind of exchange. So at some point, there's a conversation around, will you look after my daughter? At some point, there's a conversation about uh, my daughter will you cook for him you know you should be able to cook for him blah 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 so there is that exchange of what we do that responsibility you're talking about so yeah at that level it's far deeper than just the two of these people it's a it's a societal construct sure 
So I think one of the things we've got to be vigilant about is when constructs can no longer sustain themselves in the context in which we live today. Mm. Because we will bear the brunt of when our contracts are underwhelming, overwhelming situations, mm. we will fall short and we will burn because of that. So we need a rethink. We need a reformulation of, let's just even say, going to that conversation of, will you look after my daughter? Mm. It, it, your job as a parent is to make sure that your daughter enters this space able to look after themselves. <laughs> yeah. So that when someone else does that, <laughs> it is not this person who's going to be your 100% weight on your shoulders. <laughs> such that when I can't carry them, they couldn't even carry themselves. <laughs> Because let me quickly allow people to just uh, weigh in on this. We've got two voice notes. Let's just start with the voice notes and I'll take some calls. All right. Good afternoon, Pimelo. Uh, this is Tavo from Secunda. Uh, I got married in December last year to my beautiful wife. I was working that time. I threw a big party, a big wedding, paid lobola. Everything was nice. Uh, the woman I got married to has got three kids of her own and I came with two kids from my divorce so five kids all together I planned this to be a very small smooth transition so I took all the kids to come and live with us and then boom lockdown came I lost work and now we depending on my beautiful wife's salary which is not much yeah it's tough that's Tavo from Secunda Hi guys, uh, my name is Funo here in Devon, uh, a township called Claremont, you know. I mean, this lockdown has caused a major, major stress. I mean, in my relationship, you know, I haven't seen my uh, uh, darling for almost three months. Eh? And now I'm at the brink where I feel like, oh, whatever, we kind of like set out, I mean, to get married next year, December, because of this financial strain. It might come to an end now, you know. It's tough. Eh? It's not easy. I can't afford anything for now. Hi, SAFM. It's important to know the kind of person you're with, but we can't run away from the fact that money does play a factor in relationships because if one person has money and the other doesn't, then there's power dynamics involved in that. So definitely money is important but it's also important to know who you're with and make sure that you genuinely love that person so that during tough times, you guys can still withstand the tides. Thank you. Hi, Pema. They're speaking to Michael in Town. Let me tell you this. These ladies nowadays, they use us as uh, banks. When they see a man, they see uh, an ATM. Uh, they train us. Once you get out of a job, then you must know you have lost her. You must pray every day that you remain in a job. The one that I had, less than two months she was gone. She left me because I lost my job. She started accusing me of many unfounded uh, accusations. She started telling people the way I abused her, but people could see what type of a person she is. So she's gone. They say no romance without finance. 
right. So, Kosi, it's a lot there to deal with. Um, let's yeah, start with a the... lot, and I couldn't hear some of it. All so right. If you can just Maybe, speak up for me. Yeah, yes. the two were in one vein, in the same vein. The two were saying that they, they've, you know, the, the relationships were great. Um, they both lost jobs, those two callers. So it's the same kind of thing. They've lost jobs, and it's really put a strain on their relationships. The last one was saying that, no, women, you know, want, want, want. Um, the ATM. He, yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, so, so I think, look, I think that there's, there's hope in a sense from what I heard a little bit I heard from Tabo mm. is that, you know, uh, uh, there's five of them, if I understood, five mm. kids, mm. and they are now depending on the wife's salary. Yes. Right? So, and, and these are tough times. These are the, the measures. You know, it's going to come down to the bone on, on a whole lot of things. And it, it is unfortunate. Uh, and, but this is our reality right now. And we have to make do with what we have. Yeah. It, there was a tone there that said to me, they are okay. It's just the financial yes, issue. I got which that I like sense. That. Yes. I like that. Yes. Mazubogo, you're calling yeah. from Midrand. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pamela. And I hope you are well as well as your guests. Yes, go ahead, sir. Thank you. Yes. Uh, without wasting time, these are directed to your guests, what I'm going to say now. Mm-hmm. My my take is that we need first to accept that life is about success. We need to accept that. And we need to accept that without such success, life has no existence, meaning that life has no meaning. Hmm. Um, coming back to everything that has been said by your guest, mm-hmm. I'm listening attentively, and I'm saying to you that as much as everything that she has mentioned does happen, at the end of the day, for me, mm. the key fundamental thing is to manage everything that she has mentioned. At a time when you get to a person, you get married to a person that cannot, you know, take care of your kids, mm-hmm. how do you manage that at the time, at, at the time when it's happening? At the time when the husband loses his job after earning 80000 a month, without him thinking that there, there are bad days, he had to invest money or save money, as a wife, how do you manage that? Do you have the ability built in to manage any crisis? That, for me, is the key. Because we can have everything and intellectualize everything, but at the end of the day, if situations cannot be managed, people will, will have divorce. People will, will be admitted uh, because of, you know, mental uh, deterioration or some psychological problems because we fail to manage. Mazbuk, let me ask you this quickly because management. let me ask you this before you go. Uh, you know, I don't know if you heard Kosi say earlier that some relationships are not going to survive. Now, I'm hearing you say the consequences of us not accepting this reality, according to you, is that people that divorce and so on. Do you think divorce is a bad thing? When it doesn't work, do you think it's a bad thing for people to part? Uh, let, let, me, let, 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 let me explain this. Perhaps you just you know, understand what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that mm-hmm. as much as people are at the verge to divorce, mm. for them not to divorce, they have to manage the reasons of, that can lead them to, to divorce. Meaning that, 
People are, here we find a couple married and everything, all of a sudden they go through financial challenges as a result of COVID. Mm. How do these people manage that process? Okay, I get you. Kosi, do you want to respond to that? Thank you so much, uh, Mazubugo. Thank you very much for your call. Thank you. Uh, first thing, uh, he, he started the conversation, he mentioned like life is about success. Mm. Without it, life is meaningless. Mm. I, I think the first thing is, what is what is the meaning of success is part of the first question, you know, um, because everybody has got to define that. And I agree in principle, you know, even Viktor Franco said, you, you know, the, 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 the thing that the human mind has no tolerance for is meaninglessness in life. So we need to define what that is for us, because then it says what success means to you. And everybody has their own measure of success. Coming to the second question, I agree with what he's saying, because in a sense, it, it is in a sense where we started. Um, so it, when a crisis like this hits, it's going to test the relationship capacity to be resilient. In other words, to bounce forward, to fall forward. It is a fall acknowledged. How do we piece ourselves individually? How do we piece each other back? so that we are able to bounce forward together. But an equal reality may be that we are not equally yoked in our capacity to bounce forward. And, and that is one of the realities we may have to take in, that there is a domino effect on these things that's going to happen. And perhaps, you know, the, the person, the partner who can't stand, or can't stay in the relationship, Maybe there's a whole lot that's going on for them that says my survival is at stake um, and, and therefore I cannot, I, I don't have it in me. I don't have the capacity to stretch. This is when we go into self-preservation and maybe the best thing is because also my, my income capacity is uncertain. So self-preservation says take care of number one first. Hmm. Sure. And as painful as it is, that is just part of the reality. Mm. Nati, you're calling from Bulukwani. Good afternoon and thanks for your patience. Hi, good afternoon and how are you? Very well, thanks. Go ahead, Nati. Mm, Hi, Hi, Nati. You know, you've set me under my feet. Pamela, you've got a very wise and intelligent woman in the studio. Mm. If I knew her spirituality, I would call her a prophet. Mm. She's one lady who, when she speaks, you sh- we should just all keep quiet and listen. And unfortunately, I can sense also some other unspoken that she wants to discuss, particularly the area of suspended reality, which is also as a consequence and a result of these soapies that we watch on TVs bombarded day in and day out mm. and the effect yes. they have in the relationship. But the prophetess that you have there, I'm telling you, if we have a way of shutting down the cause and just let her speak. I'm telling you, she would diagnose a lot of problems and heal us. We love you, Sissy. Thank you so much, Pamela. Thank you. Thank you very much, Nati, uh, who's calling you. us from Polokwane. I mean, that is big. Thank you. Chrissy, we're going to have to wrap it up. It's been wonderful. Really, thank you so much um, for, for everything. And thank you for this uh, very insightful conversation. You're forcing us to dig deep there. And uh, I hope we do it again next week. Thank you. 
Thank you. Let's do it. Thank you, Nati. Thank you, Kosigiani, clinical psychologist. It's a lot there. We started off with trying to to get to the bottom of how you manage at a, a difficult time like this. Many people are losing jobs. Many people are losing income and so on. How their relationships are holding up. And it's uh, certainly taken us on a journey. But thank you very much for that. And that conversation will be available as a podcast.